Gardaí are advising listeners to be wary of rental scams, especially at this time of the year when students are coming back to college or indeed going to college for the first time in Limerick and around the country. Detective Superintendent Michael Crine of the Garda National Economic Crime Bureau has been chatting about this with Amory. This is a type of crime that's seasonal. Um, it certainly raises every year around this year, with, around this time of year, with students going back to college. And this year, we felt that with the with the issues around accommodation, that it, it could be something that could rise again. So we looked at uh, the reports, and we can see that um, compared to 2019, there's a 30 percent increase in a, what we call accommodation fraud. Uh, we compared to 2019 because 20 and 21 were kind of closed years because of COVID. Uh, we also can see that there's almost 300,000 stolen so far in 22, as against 250,000 in 2019. There's an issue for not just students who uh, are looking for accommodation in Ireland, but only this morning I received a phone call and it was a, a, a lady who would book accommodation abroad for her student, for her daughter who was going to college abroad. And when they arrived in the foreign country, they discovered that uh, the accommodation does not exist either. They had paid, I think it was three thousand euros of a deposit, and Ouch. the accommodation does not exist. Yeah, not good. So it, 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 and it's also a problem for students coming into Ireland um, who are booking accommodation in Ireland because they may not be as familiar with things. Is that it? Yes. No. Now this is it, this is not a crime that's unique to Ireland. Uh, as the example I gave there a second ago, it's, it's this happens unfortunately everywhere in the world. A lot of these crimes are are what we call cyber enabled frauds. They happen on the internet and um, if there's fake or cloned websites involved, the victim could be anywhere in the world. Um, when you go onto a cloned website, you could be anywhere in the world. So what are the fraudsters doing? Well, they're doing a number of things. Um, first of all, they're doing, um, they're taking deposits. So you may have an individual, we say an individual fraudster, he ha- may have accommodation to rent. He takes deposits from a number of different people. Um, maybe you can see cases sometimes up to 10 People he will take deposits from, they all arrive and suddenly the place is not for rent or he was not entitled to sublet it or something like that. Or you have them advertising um, accommodation via social media where it will be, it will come up on a feed, you know, urgent, uh, you know, once in a lifetime offer, all of this sense of urgency. They will take deposits or months rent in advance or whatever from the student who then realises when he arrives that either A, the accommodation doesn't exist or B, it's not for rent. And the other one they do is they create uh, clone websites. So people go looking for accommodation, they go on to what they believe is, is a proper website, but it's actually a clone website. And again, they take deposits from them or you use your credit card and they now have your credit card details as well for to be used in, in, in future crimes. And those cloned websites, they can be very convincing. Um, how do you know you're on one? They can, but um, if you can check... Um, you could check the URL first of all. You can check for what's known as trust seals, which are on websites. Um, sometimes it's just you know every website has a privacy policy. It has phone numbers. Um, if you click on you know click on links that should be on a, on a website, the links don't work. Uh, the phone numbers don't work. Also, sometimes something as basic as spelling errors because the person creating the website English may not be their first language, so they could be. You know, as simple as that. So what are the warning signs you have for people listening to the show this morning? Yeah, the warning signs, uh, I suppose the best one is if, if it sounds too good to be true. And this goes for all frauds. So if somebody is offering you accommodation within three minutes walk of, we'll say, Trinity College in Dublin, centre of Dublin, and the rent is very, very cheap, 
that should be a red flag because unfortunately there isn't because of, of the lack of accommodation. There isn't cheap rent to be had there. So that's first of all. Um, and also where there's a sense of urgency, where the, where the person renting it is saying, oh, this is a once in a lifetime offer. You must take it now. You must pay your deposit or you won't get a second chance. And also where, they, where the person is not making any inquiries about your bona fides. So that the land he's just prepared to take money off you, uh, he's not asking you any questions or anything like that. Also the way they want the money, they may want to transfer a cash transfer, they may want to transfer it into a Bitcoin wallet, some kind of cryptocurrency, uh, in a way that's uh, hard to trace. Uh, they're not prepared to give receipts. They're not prepared. They're not prepared to meet and talk to you. They're not prepared prepared to meet and show you the apartment or the flat. You know, they, it, you also can have them. They may exist, but they're not as they are described. So they're described, shall we say, as within walking distance of university. But is that three minutes walking or three miles walking? You know, um, so these are these are warning signs. And are people coming forward and reporting it, or is there a sense of embarrassment about it all? And you may not know how many are being caught. Um, we would suspect there's probably more not reporting it. Um, I, it's, it's probably not as unreported as perhaps other frauds may be, but um, there are certainly reports, there are people with certainly lots of reports coming into us, unfortunately. There's 1,300 euros is the median amount stolen, uh, which is a lot of money. It's a lot of money to anybody, let alone a poor student. Yeah, it's huge for a student. So what's your advice to someone who wants to report it or suspicious? Call call into your guard station, call into your local guard station. If you have sent money and and you now know it's a fraud, ask your bank to try and do a recall. Keep the record of where you sent the IBAN or where you sent the money or how you sent it. I have all that information for the guards when you go in to report it. And do you have a chance of getting it back? There's always a chance, and the quicker you report it, the, the quicker, the better the chance is. Um, but if you leave it a number of weeks or a number, uh, a good many days, and, and if the money has gone out of the country, it can be quite difficult. But what you can do by reporting it, you can identify to us bank accounts that are being used to launder this type of money, and we can work then with the banks as to who is operating these bank accounts. And there's a lot of information can be gathered from uh, a money launderer's bank account. That's Detective Superintendent Michael Crine of the Garda National Economic Crime Bureau. Some excellent advice uh, there and uh, very clearly explained as well, chatting to our producer, Anne-Marie. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.